What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode number 21 of the Track Record Podcast. I'm your host, Chance. If you're new, if you're not, we've made an upgrade to the podcast this week with some original music from the homie Chase's Deceased. On uh, I hit him. I put out a tweet last week saying I really needed some some intro and outro music for the podcast. Um, he got back to me pretty fast. Sold me a beat. It's really good. Thank you to him. I'm I'm very grateful for it. Um, I'm glad I can support him and his music. And I'm glad I'm glad he um, he's either listened to the podcast or um, just wanted to get his music out. But I appreciate him very much. I'm very happy with it. Thank you very much. Once again, I'm eternally grateful. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super stoked to have music to intro and outro the the, uh, the podcast now. Give it a, give it a little sense of of like an opening and like a, a finale, I guess, rather than just like me saying, hey, what's up, and then closing out. Um, so I'm super stoked about that. Makes it sound a little more professional as well. Um, this week is another slower one. Um, got a lot of good music that came out, though. A, pre- a few pretty good talking points. Um, so we'll get into it. If you're new, if you're not, we start off every episode with a weekend review and this week in review has been nothing. Nothing really happened. I finished up my digital video project. Um, it was a commercial of a fake product called Gamer Fuel, which was essentially just a bottle of Mountain Dew with duct tape wrapped around it, with Sharpie that said Gamer Fuel, but it was like an energy drink to keep you awake while gaming. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It went really well. Me and my buddy, well, me and James did it. If you listen to the sports podcast, you know who James is. Um, we did that. I edited it. I edited it. That's a really hard two words to say, but I edited, edited that last week. Um, put the final, put the finishing touches on it and turned that in today. I think it went pretty well. Um, it'll be up on my website once I get that done. I might post it to YouTube. Um, I wasn't super happy with the lighting on it and I could have edited a couple, I could have edited a couple things better, but, uh, I was I was overall pretty happy with the final project, especially because we had to make it within a 15 second time frame and a 30 second time frame. So you had to have two different commercials, one at 15, one at 30, and so editing was was a challenge for me at first. Um, luckily, I had it planned out pretty I had it planned out pretty good before I before I started shooting or doing anything. So it ended up going really smooth. Um, we just got our new assignment, which is. Um, a web video with literally no, we had like no specifications on what we can do for it. So my idea was to do a how-to video about how to mind your own damn business. And uh, I'm going to do it in like a satirical kind of comic way. I'm excited to start doing that too. I need to start writing the the script this week. I'll probably write, I'll probably do all the pre-production stuff over break, which I break next week. There will still be a podcast though, being that I have a mic and a computer. I will be recording in my room once again. So be on the lookout for that. Um, that's not till next week, though. We're in this week. Um, this week, I also finished up my radio drama for class, which was essentially I rewrote Green Eggs and Ham to make it Beans, Legs, and Spam. And, yeah, it went okay. I wasn't the most stoked on this project. I didn't really care about it as much as previous projects. So I kind of just kind of just went with it. Made, it, made it simple. We had to have, like, uh, excuse me. We had to have our own sound effects that were like, we recorded, we couldn't use pre-recorded sound effects. 
So I, all I used, the only sound effect I had was the sound of a page turning. That way it sounded like it was being read out of like a Dr. Seuss book, essentially. It went pretty good. My, my voiceover stuff went really smooth. It was really, really good. I, I did my whole voiceover in like 15, 20 minutes. Um, so I was super happy with that. Uh, what else? What else has happened? I bought Black Ops 4 over the weekend. Um, I've been playing it mad hard. It's fun. I really, really enjoy it, especially because I played the beta. Um, Blackout, like I said, is way more fun with a, a squad. I had soloed it the entire beta, and I had zero fun playing it. But with a squad, it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's really hard, though. The uh, The armor is insanely strong. It's like impossible to get kills when people have full level 3 armor or even armor in general. You have to aim super high. Um, we won. I, I played yesterday. I think we played four or five matches. Won one. I think I had like three or four kills in it. It was fun. Um, my whole thing with that is I'm just not good at, I'm just not good at the battle royales. I, I think they take too long. They're a little too slow for me. But online multiplayer is stupid fun on this game. Um, I've been running the Paladin, been trying to get it gold. I almost have the GKS submachine gun gold. Um, I just got the Vapor. It's pretty good. The RCR is insane. The Maddox is pretty good. Um, what else is good? The MX-9 is all right, which that's crazy because the MX-9 was the best gun in the beta. It was incredible. Um, I think they nerfed it pretty hard. They didn't nerf the ICR, though, which was extremely weird because it's it was OP in the beta, and now it's OP in the, in the full game. You would think that they would... You would think they would nerf it a little bit to make it a little more fair, but, hey, it's okay. It doesn't have very high fire rate. Um, it's sh- strong at times, but sometimes it feels super weak. Um... But yeah, I've been running game battles with my friends. We, me and my cousin and a couple other people played some game battles last night. Um, hardcore Search, which Search, is, Search plays really well in this game, but Hardcore, it's like fun because you shoot the guys like one or two times and they die, but it's not because you die so fast, and it just makes me so mad to play it and die. Um, but I think me and old Riffle and Cummins and a couple other guys might make another team and run some some regular some regular uh, game battles with regular rotation. So it'd be like hard point, control, search, and something else. If search is even in it, I don't even know if search is in it. But uh, yeah, be on the lookout. I might I might um, do some game captures. Might might save my gameplay and then upload it to YouTube or something. I don't know yet. If I did that, I'd kind of just do a montage type thing. Um, we'll see how that goes though. If I follow through with that, don't bank on it. I've been saying I'm going to stream and stuff, but I haven't done that yet. So, yeah, don't hold me to my word. With that, there's, yeah, there's not much on the list this week, so bear with me. Um, it might be a short episode, so sorry if it is. But uh, Stan Lee passed away today, the creator of Marvel. And little little do people know, he helped co-create um, DC Universe as well. Um, I've seen a lot of people tweeting about it on, on Twitter and uh, I've seen people post about it on Instagram, and everybody's just saying that he was one of the originators of allowing people to find their creativity and allowing people to embrace their weirdness and making it and 
being comfortable with the weirdness and making it seem like okay to be weird and different and to be creative and to draw and do art and uh he kind of made it cool he made he made being an artist and an illustrator and a drawer and all these things cool like people were like he I don't know how I'm trying to say this he instilled a, a feeling of of inspiration in many many people that read his comics that didn't read his comics that just liked his art or just like the movies that come out um he he was like almost the voice for a whole generation of people who maybe never thought it was okay to do comic books or be into comic books when they were younger um it's super tragic to see him go he was very old um i'm sure marvel has got something big for his memorial um but yeah, it's sad to see it. He's such an iconic person. He's he's an he's an absolute icon. He's created he he alone has made superheroes cool. Like when when they were first conceived, they were cool, and they went through a stage where if you paid attention to comics, you were a nerd and you were all this stuff. But now comics are so widely accepted, and so many people love comics and superheroes and things like that that it's it's incredible it's it's amazing what he built from from just an idea in his head from just a sketch in his head from from he built it from nothing he made he made comics he made superheroes what they are i'm not going to say comics i mean he made comics huge superhero comics were massive they're still massive but he he made superheroes cool he like invented the modern superhero he invented this thought of what we think of a superhero should be and should look like and should behave like and should do. He, he created all of that. He was like the originator of it. And it's just insane to look back on it. Um, I myself was never a huge comic book reader. I wish I would have been, would have been super cool. Uh, I missed out on a lot of things. I have a couple of buddies who talk about him all the time and I don't, I don't know what they're talking about cause I never read the comics, but, um, it also sucks to think like, it kind of took this for me to like really want to pick up some comic books. Like I have a few series that I've been reading lately that I think are super cool, but like the classics now I want to go back and like buy them and read them and kind of study what, what Stanley did, especially not just from the illustration standpoint, but from like the storylines, I think comic book storylines are incredible. Um, especially superhero storylines with so many intermingling characters and so many different plot points. There's different like, ish like different variants of the of the superhero there's different universes different it's just everything is possible through comics through being a superhero which stanley 100 made possible if that made any sense i, I kind of paused i lost my train of thought but uh anyways there's just a loud knock behind me and i have no idea what it was but it kind of scared me i'm hoping it's not this chair when this chair doesn't break and I fall on my back, I'll be a very upset, man. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Stanley. You, I know you, you'll never hear this clearly, but you inspired more people than is even fathomable. fathomable. Um, you instilled this, this idea that being creative and weird is cool and that it's okay and that you can make something out of your creativity. Um, you can make it out of nothing and you can make the world recognize it and respect it. And for that, we thank you, Stanley. 
may you forever rest in peace and may your your legacy will live on i'm not even gonna say may your legacy will live on because you created something much bigger than just yourself with a passion and a love that most people don't put into their work so we thank you for that we thank you for the amazing talent and work you shared with us and we're grateful for it thank you very much um Leading off that really, really sad note, let's try to bring it up a little bit. Let's try to make it happy in here. Um, a lot of good music came out this week. Um, we're going to start off with the singles first, then we'll jump into the albums. Anderson Pack released Who Are You, a single coming off his um, upcoming album Oxnard. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Tense or I don't think he is, but I don't know if Bubble ends a track on the, on the album, but it was pretty good. It was more of a rap song than an R&B song. He uh, he had some pretty good bars on it. The production was nice. It sounded really clean. I don't know. I just I just was not near as hype as I wasn't as hype about this one as I was the last couple singles I've heard from him. I don't know. I I really like I love his voice. So his voice automatically like pulls me into the song. But I don't know. It just it didn't feel. I mean, it felt good because it has that same throwback feel as Tense did. Like, the songs he's been releasing kind of have that, that like, nostalgic feel to him, which this definitely had. It reminded me of, like, 90s hip-hop. But I don't know. It didn't grasp me as much as the last ones did. Um, it wasn't as shiny. It was more raw and uncut. Um, I'm still excited for that album. It comes out the 26th. I believe, No, the 16th. My bad. It comes out Friday. I'm I'm all messed up on my dates. Do not get mad at me, guys. Oh, enjoy that neck pop. That was necessary. My head was starting to hurt. But yeah, I'm I'm still excited for the album. This doesn't take away from my excitement. It just kind of, I want to see how it fits into the entirety of the album. I think that's going to be the key for this one. Uh, Moving on from that, J.I.D. and J. Cole released off D's single again, um, off the upcoming album from J.I.D. DiCaprio 2. Um, J.I.D.'s impressed me lately. I, I am going to be honest. I slept on him for a long time. I never listened to him when he was, like, first coming up and when he was popping. So, yeah, I might not be a real fan. I just casually listen to him. But he does things with his flow that I think I've never heard. They're, he does some crazy things with his flow and his weird his weird delivery. Yeah, sometimes it's very Kendrick Lamar-like, but it's very different. I don't know. It's super cool. Um, I really like him. I like how he, I like how he plays with the way words come off his out of his mouth it's it's pretty cool um j cole was was nice on it i mean he's he's j cole he does j cole things he he's he sounds pretty similar to every other verse but this the song actually had some substance once again though jid just blew me away he's he's pretty incredible i'm pretty excited for that album to come out i don't know when it comes out though i didn't write that down for some reason my bad guys shun me later shun me later or fact check me i don't care Yellow Days released What's It All For, a single. This is his, like, third single on the third week in a row or something like that. Um, so hopefully we got new music coming from Yellow Days soon. He's somebody that maybe not all of you have heard of. He's a English, British. He's from the U.K. He makes, like, I want to say, like, his instrumentals are very Mac DeMarco-like. They're very similar to that. But his vocals are powerful and soulful and just really pretty and 
he's he's fantastic he's a good songwriter as well and the music although it, it kind of has the like the guitar has the same sound as magda marco he has much more percussion and more depth to it than magda marco's like synth poppy stuff that's in in the uh underlay of his guitar but this kid this kid's incredible and this song was much more funky he said on twitter that his bass player had written it they'd like written it together so it's got a funky bass line the guitar's nice the vocals are nice um, I just really like this song. Um, I've been listening to it quite a bit lately, or since it came out. I mean, say lately, that, that seems like it's been out forever. But I've been listening to it quite a bit. Um, all three of the singles he's, re- he's released, I've been listening to a lot. He's somebody I really, really like to listen to, especially when I'm trying to like chill out and like unwind from a day. His music like puts me in a good mood. It puts me in a relaxing state. Um, if you like indie stuff, if you like it's almost psychedelic and wavy in a way. Go listen to him. Yellow Days. He's on all streaming platforms. Very good stuff. Earl Sweatshirt released Nowhere to Go. Long awaited new music from Earl Sweatshirt. And I will say, the first couple times I listened to it, I did not like it at all. I didn't understand it. The production was. I, okay, the, I did like the production from the start, though. The production was weird, experimental, off kilter. It was just. A straight, had like no rhythm to it but it did at the same time and then Earl's flow was super weird and not Earl sweatshirt like which I guess I like because you never want an artist's new music to sound like their old stuff um, but this was just it was it was an interesting list it took me like 10 times to listen to it to like really understand it and like it but it's a solid showing it's very experimental it's something that you, uh, I'm gonna try to think. It's gonna take a couple times to like like it, unless you like love his music and you understand the experimental music and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I like it now. I hated it at first, but I like it now. Something it took me a while to appreciate, and I had to like I listened to it a few times, and I was like, ah, I can't listen to it. I gotta I gotta go listen to other stuff. And then I listened to it again. And I was like, okay, I guess. Um, next and then I listened to it like a couple more times later that night and I was like okay I get it now um but yeah it's it's pretty good check it out real sweatshirt nowhere to go my favorite single of the week though was JPEG Mafia and Kenny Beats Puff Daddy this song's crazy the lyrics aren't they aren't they aren't super complex from JPEG on this one they're pretty they're pretty basic to understand but um Kenny Beats with this instrumental it's insane it's like electronic and it's hard and it's so nice it's really really a well put together song um peggy's verses on this are aggressive still no whips new guns you are all my sons he goes off he he yells it kind of though it's not an aggressive yell it's like a clean yell um the delivery is fun the song's just fun it's it's an aggressive piece of fun music um if you like experimental rap and if you like it's like i guess you can call it a traps a trap beat if you like that kind of stuff go check this out it was very good it's my favorite single of the week let's get into some albums starting it off with an album that was incredible willie nelson my way which is a collection of frank sinatra covers that he did so he i guess I read, I read a little bit about it. Him and Sinatra were friends back in the day, and he wanted to like pay tribute to Sinatra with this album, which was a bunch of covers of his old songs. 
it's super clean, super smooth. He plays his guitar in it. It's still got that big band feel to it. But I almost I like Frank Sinatra's voice, but I I think Willie Nelson does a really good job on this. And I've I've always I like Willie Nelson a little bit better than I like Sinatra. So I'm gonna gravitate to this. Um, if you like Sinatra, if you like Willie Nelson, check this out. It's incredibly smooth, nice and relaxing listen. I recommend it. Um, Smino released Noir, St. Louis rapper. So you gotta you gotta rep Missouri anytime you can get because not many people make it big out of Missouri. Um, this album was pretty good. I only listened once, so don't hold me to anything I say about it. This is like a one listen. Listen to it one time. I just didn't have time to listen to it any more than that because of my projects. Um, I liked it though. Uh, he was very clever with some of his deliveries. He was, it was very. He tried a lot of things. It was it was a lot of songs that didn't sound the same, and I liked that. He he does a lot of things that I, I guess a lot of artists wish they could do, where you can rap, where you can sing, where you can do different things that yeah, not not everybody can do that. I enjoyed it though. It was a nice listen. Um, I definitely need to listen to it more. I I was late to his hype train as well, as much as I wish I wasn't. Um, but yeah, Smino Noir, very good. Um, I need to listen to it more though. Lucky Day, I E P. This was a a surprising find for me. I found it on some like R and B uh, playlist that Apple Music has, had made, and uh, it's like four or five songs of just funk and soul and solid vocal delivery. Solid the lyrics were pretty good, but the way that his voice fits on the track on the beats that he picked was immaculate. It it really made me feel good when I listened to it. Um what is that song? There's one song on it in particular that I really, really liked. I'm pulling it up. Late night. Late night is crazy. It's this crazy funky bass line on it that uh excuse me, I just burped. Oh, it kinda hurt. My bad guys. Um it has this like super funky, funky bassline on it. It's just this this tape's just really fun. Um, there's some pretty there's a couple serious ones on it, but it's it's five five songs, twenty minutes long. Go listen to it. It's a high recommend, high recommend from me. Um, but yeah, lucky day. I don't know where he's from. I need to. I'm gonna look into him a little bit more. He's someone that I I'm definitely gonna pay attention to. Coming up. Um, what else do we got here? John Bellion, Glory Sound Prep. Now, let me be honest with you here. This album did not, it did not impress me, if I'm going to be honest with you. It, it was, it was, it sounded like the same album as his last one. It was literally like Human Condition Part 2. It sounded the exact same. I, I felt no artistic development here. I felt that he didn't push himself to be different like he used to, like, you look prior to that, yeah, I mean, every artist wants to find their sound, but why not push the envelope on that sound and make something new that's, like, all yours? I mean, his production is nice. I will say that. Um, he definitely has his own production style, which I'm cool with. I think he's a very talented produ- producer. But I don't know. The, I feel like all the songs were, like, shallow. They were all super fake deep. Um, the lyricism... And a couple of his rap tracks on here were just okay. Um, I mean, his 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 vocals are all right. He's not he's not a world class singer by any means, but I mean they were all right. I just don't feel I don't feel super good about the album. 
it was just an okay showing for me. It wasn't anything. It was literally, I, it was exactly what I was expecting it to sound like, honestly. When you think of a John Bellion album, this is exactly what you would expect to, expect it to sound like. And if you like him and you like his music, then cool, you're going to love this album. But for me, I wanted to see more growth lyrically, vocally. The production was still nice, but it still just fit right in with the last one. Too much. Just too much for me. I would have liked to see more more exploration with his music than, than this. Um, and it's only 10 songs, 43 minutes. It sits like right where I'd want an album to be. I just, I didn't enjoy any of it. Um, a couple of the songs were okay. Adult Swim was probably my favorite one. Besides that, I think they're they're all just okay. I'm not I'm not impressed with it. Left left me wanting a lot more than what I got. Um, and with that, here's one that left me with everything I wanted and a little bit more. IDK, formerly known as JIDK, released his new project, IDK and Friends. Oh, my belly's grumbling. I'm starving, you guys. Um, but this this project was dope. I really liked this one. Um, had features from a couple couple big names. Go through here: Maxo Cream, um, Rico Nasty, Denzel Curry, Wale, Damo Genesis, Q to Fool, and Thirty Rack were all featured. Um, I honestly liked every song. I didn't expect to like the one with Wale because I'm not a big Wale fan, but they worked together really well. Their voices meshed together. The deliveries were nice. Um, Poke Poke, the first track was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Moral with Maxo Cream. The hook was a little repetitive. I wasn't really a fan of it, but it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it for the most part. Once Upon a Time Freestyle with Denzel Curry is insane. From production to vocals to del- to delivery to lyrics. And they literally tweeted that they wrote they wrote none of the lyrics down. It was just a complete freestyle and it's crazy good. It's stupid good. Um they just, they work together really well. They feed off each other, and you can tell. Um, and it helps other friends. It's super. It's a super sick song. Um, right next, right after that is Bad News with Rico Nasty. And you already know, a Rico Nasty feature gonna be hard, okay? She is nuts. In my opinion, well, she, I'm just gonna say she's my favorite female rapper. She, by far, by far. There's nobody even close to it right now. She just has an aggression that nobody, I don't even think many many male rap artists have this kind of aggression in her, and she is just incredible. She does crazy stuff. Um, she's very harsh on her voice. She's very just in your face, unapologetic. She's badass. Um, yeah, this song's crazy. Um, go check that one out. It was it was a highlight. That and the Denzel Curry feature were both a highlight. Good news with Damo was nice too, though. Had a nice flow to it, nice and smooth track, which is expected from from Damo. Damo is always always smooth. Um, it's only seven songs, seventeen minutes. It's very short listen, worth every minute of it. Go check it out. It's 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 a dope ass tape. Um, I sound so dumb saying dope ass tape, but it's sick. It's really, really good. It's one I'm going to definitely listen to some more. I was just listening to it this morning, actually. Um, to close out, yeah, it's already, I'm already, like, I'm out of stuff. But um, Camp Flog was this weekend. Ashley, I hate you for being there, and I couldn't be there. But uh, Kid Ghost did their first ever performance as Kid Ghost this weekend. 
Super jealous. And she didn't even, Ashley didn't even go see it. I don't even think she went and saw them. How are you going to go there with Kanye and Cuddy performing and not go see him, dude? Come on. Ashley, I know you don't like Kanye. Whatever. Sucks for you. You're missing out on a lot of good-ass music. But you got to go see that. I was going to have her pick me up some merch, but a hoodie was like 175 and a long sleeve was like 80 bucks. Get out of here, man. How the hell is any normal person supposed to afford that? Because I wanted, I wanted some merch super bad. I was going to buy some for, for Brianna, but my God, dude, I can't afford that. Um, I think the merch craze is right now higher than it's ever been. Everybody's trying to sell merch, and it's all going for stupid expensive. And I think that's what's going to end up killing it is that people are going to charge too much, and so nobody's going to buy it. I think if this collection, if a hoodie was 100 bucks in this collection, fine, I'll pay 100 bucks for a hoodie. That's really not out of the normal. But, my God, $175, Kanye? This is artist merch. This isn't, I mean, everybody wants to make artist merch like fashion, like high fashion and streetwear, but, like, dude, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. No way I could ever afford that. Um, Their performance was super cool, though. They performed in this giant, like, clear box that hung above the stage, which I think is a good idea because then it allows everyone to see you. Um, that way not everybody who's just in the front can see. Um, they did a whole bunch of songs. They did their entire tape. They did Paranoid or Paranoia. Can't think of it right now. My brain hurts. Um, it was just super cool. I really want them to tour. So I want them to tour so bad. Oh, I want them to tour so bad. I will buy tickets faster than you could ever imagine. My God. God, go on tour, please go on tour. That's like all I want to say about that. It's just go on tour, please, for the love of God, do it. I'll buy tickets quick like to it. Now merch there. If I went to see him live, I would I would have to buy merch. I have to. One hundred percent. Um I don't know where I was going with that. Really, really rough ending to this podcast, and I'm so sorry about it. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. That's on Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore on both Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter or on Instagram at Track Record Media. That's on Instagram at Track Record Media, two Ks, no C in track. And then on Twitter at Track Record M, um, we're, we blog, but we've been we've been slacking lately with finals and stuff coming up. So we'll try to get one a week out um, during finals, during this week, and during the next couple, just because it's going to be stressful around here. Um, but that's www.trackrecordmedia.wordpress.com. Um, the podcast is now available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast everywhere. It's literally available everywhere. So go check that out. Um, get our get our plays up, you know. I'm not begging for views or listens, but I'm just saying I ain't going to be mad if you do it. Um, but thank you for listening. This wasn't the cleanest or most smooth of episodes. I'm hoping next week I can get a buddy to jump on and be a guest and we can have a good conversation. We haven't had a guest on in a minute. We need a guest on. Um, so expect expect a guest, honestly. And expect something big that next weekend. The weekend after Thanksgiving, 
expect something big. That's all I'm going to say. And with that, I'm signing off. Once again, thank you to Chase for that music. It's Fuego. Don't forget to keep a clean track record, you guys. I lost the mouse. Don't forget it. Keep a clean track record. Keep it nice and clean. Thank you guys for listening. Like and share everywhere possible, even though this isn't the cleanest of episodes. Thank you guys. I'm out.